people what's going on this is your girl vanessa smiles hold on one second yes and we are live from the smile 69 network show yes let's clap it up clap it up clap it up we are still in celebration of mother's day i have my lovely co-host solo charm and Pr queen Priscilla, and we have our resident mom in on the check-in today which is miss beauty doll salute to her in the chat room beauty how was your mother's day it was good it was all right i was sleepy. relaxing you didn't have to do much no good 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 now solo i understand like you and Priscilla are in different places as well as um mm. what i have experienced this year um my mom this is her first uh mother's day uh without her mother so uh, uh i'll have you go solo first and then Priscilla, you go as well like how um how was your experience yesterday um with me it's like every year is like a different struggle because some years i'm okay i'm happy to be around other people that have their moms and i'm with my grandmother and stuff like that and then other years just like i don't want to see a mother's day anything i don't want to see flowers get the hell away from me don't give me no white carnations because my mom's gone just get the fuck away from me because it's day over yet type of things mm -hmm. but i kind of have to realize i have to appreciate the fact that i even got to know her and experience her as being my mom, even though she passed away when I was six years old. So those type of things makes me be like, okay. The other problem I have with it is back when I was younger, I did have an abortion and I had it kind of close to that Mother's Day of that year. So that always reflects in my mind, like my kid would have probably been like six or seven right now. And I could have been a mom and am I ever gonna be a mom and that type of thing. Girl, it goes in my head all the time. I know as soon as I get to the gate of heaven, my little nigga gonna be knocking at the door like, bitch, you coming in. Bitch, you killed me. You ain't coming in this motherfucker. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm boy. So I know my son gonna be up there with Jesus like, done with you. They said, oh, you just let anybody in this motherfucker. Right. I hate you, Vanessa. Because why would Vanessa play like that? He's coming in. Come here, come here. Let me have a talk. Mm -hmm. Yo, that nigga be haunting me in my dreams. I'm not gonna lie. Like that nigga be haunting me in my motherfucking but the one dreams. Thing like, I yeah, he probably looks just like you, Vanessa. <laughs> the one thing I will say though about that, I feel like at that time I wasn't ready, and I like that struggle to be a parent for what I see my mom go through. Even though my dad took care of me and stuff like that, that mental, that drive, that stamina you have to always have to be a mom. That's a serious life changing thing. And if you're not mm -hmm. ready in your life to really pick up that responsibility. It's sometimes better to let someone else pick up that responsibility, or if you can't deal with somebody else handling your child or anything like that, it may just be best to just terminate the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And some people don't think of it that way, but that's a it's a very selfless thing to do when you care yes. so much. And sometimes if you can make it happen, you can. But Prasenda, please let us know how was your day yesterday? Yesterday was it was actually a beautiful day. Um, I thought a lot about the people that don't have their moms. You know, I posted yesterday and I tagged you in it because I thought about your mom having to go through this, you know, first Mother's Day without her mom. Of course, I thought about Uncle Tom because he's still in mm -hmm. deep grief. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, for me, I've had enough distance from the passing of my mom and my grandmother who's had him wearing this hat is about 40 years That's old. grandma hat. That's grandma, grandma hat right there. Mary's hat. Yeah. Oh, wow. okay. Them flowers that good. Yes, that's that <laughs> good quality. I see it. Them flowers are still intact. Her was very, very serious. Like it was, was not a first game. lady deacon vibe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the front altar. In the front. Very much so. Actually, she was the leader of the B Street Sympathy Club. 
at Mount Emmanuel Baptist Church in South Carolina, where you she was come a member, with it. where she was a member for fifty years. Now let's talk about Sally. Yes. Hey, y'all know what I found yesterday? Because I got to go through my grandma, um, with my great grandma stuff. Can you guys hear me? What? Yeah. I hope it wasn't like a throwback condom. No. Don't share that. Wait, throwback throw condom. Wait. No, no, it wasn't a throwback condom. I hate you. Um, it was a throwback social security card, and that bitch was like metal. Wow. I told my mama, I said, um. Am I reading this right? She said, I know, right? That shit heavy as hell. <laughs> Let me get to some of the quick wait, comments. So we're going to go back to throwback condom and then we're going to get to yeah. Sally and then I'm done. Because I thought yeah. that was the shit she was going to say out her mouth because it's beauty we're talking about. network show. Like, oh my God. My great grandmother stuff. You know what I found? It's like, oh right. shit, what the fuck could she have found? <laughs> so I think about At the least crazy we know she's expecting so. Let me get to the comments before we uh, get back to you, LP. Uh, Steph got jokes, says my girls. Hashtag salute. Hey, what's going hey. on? Steph got jokes. Just one love says happy Mother's Day, Queens. Happy Mother's Day. To you, uh, just for love, and she also says that hat is official. Okay, yes, I tell you, the yes. girls are gaggy, honey. The girls, yes, the girls. yes, absolutely. And, and, ja mm -hmm. and John Logic and Fred says salute to the chat and panel. Let's salute to everybody in the oh, chat God. room as well. But yes, so Priscilla, you said uh, what, what happened with the um uh throwback condom because my screen had went off and no, I don't know no, what's no, happening. No, I was just no, being stupid, condom, and we all were like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just joking. It's probably it would probably be powder now if it was a throwback condom. It'd be powder. I'm pretty it sure it'd be like. Well, condoms do last a long time, and you gotta think about it. Like, I don't even believe that there is a throwback condom because think yeah, about how. That that's what I was about to say. They were when fucking. Condoms invented. Hold on, I'm about yeah. to look that up. When condoms, well, it had well, they, to be they did have. Then. They had condoms like back in like the early 1900s, like mm -hmm. around the yes, early 1900s, but. Yeah, they had condoms and they said they were made of lamb and they really stank when you had sex. Yep. <laughs> so I think that's why they were like, you know what? No one has been And if you go and if you go back to the ancient days, like the ancient Egypt days, they had condoms that looked like a fucking like suede sheet. Like, you know how you get like suede oh. boots oh and shit like that? This, and this like sounds a little... like pure booty call shit. I mean, the thought of that <laughs> like going the into movie the <laughs> where he took all the plastic and he wrapped it around That's what the shit look will sound like to me. When I was younger, that's what I thought a condom was. And it, it was gives me, I thought it was something on my penis. It gives me pure BV vibes also. Like a Shut lot up. of BV was going on at this time. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So so Grandma Mary gave you the hat. Yes. And Sally. You thought about Sally yesterday. I thought I always think about Sally on Mother's Day. And here's why. So Vanessa and I have a running joke because our mothers <laughs> share a birthday. And they are very, very much alike. But too much. I will tell you that it's way too much. <laughs> but one thing I did appreciate about my mom was the one thing she told me all the time. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you because you're handicapped. You better do for yourself. You mm -hmm. better get out there. If you're going to go to school, go to school. If you're not going to go to college, don't be up here fucking up no money. So yep. if you, that's not what you want to do, like, don't do that. But she did teach me to be resilient to be tough when I need to be tough mm -hmm. and not to think that I can't go out there and get it. Now, Grandma Mary, on the other hand, taught me that it was more important to be kind than anything else. So every time somebody tells me that I'm really sweet or they compliment me on being kind, I feel like my grandmother's in heaven ringing the bell like, yep, that's what I taught mm -hmm. my girl. To that's my through. baby. That's yep. my baby. Yes. Oh, yes. man. We're going to... 
I'm going to get into the moment so we don't get down. About my grandmother. Please, so, yes. I go down south to visit her because she had gotten sick. She was in the hospital. And I went to buy, like, you know, new sheets and new curtains to make her home fresh when she came home. So I go to this beautiful little shop because, you know, in the south they have all these quaint little shops. It was an old dame in there with a beehive about 50 feet high. And <laughs> so in the South, they always want to know, like, baby, who are your people, who you came here to see? Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, I'm here to see my grandmother. You know, she said, what's her name? So I said, Mrs. Mary Jane Kilgore. And she said, oh, my God, you are Mary Jane, baby, Kale. Wait, you are Mary Jane, baby, granddaughter, what live in New York that work for the law firm. My oh my God! Life. Just like that! Just like that! Just like you have that! To sound about right. Let me write a check. Oh my God! Because she knew it wasn't my bounce because you worked in the law firm. That's right. Because had you said that child that's up yonder that ain't ain't doing shit with their life, you right. don't know check. Mm-mm. Shout out to grandmothers for always identifying people by what they do. Okay. <laughs> no, shout out to the grandmas who every time you come in the house. Either you too skinny, so you're not taking care of yourself, or you're on drugs. Or you too fat, or you're you're pregnant, or you just let yourself go because you got a boyfriend. You don't even care no more. You're not even trying. Like, I swear it's universal because Guyanese people do all the time. They be like, uh uh, you're getting big. Yes. But they're still feeding you, though. Yes. You you know what I eat? Eh, oh, sometimes my grandmother was bigger than me her whole life, and she stayed talking about my weight. I'm like, Grandma, how can you talk about somebody? They when you are bigger than that. Is, and she's already married, and it don't matter for her. She was <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is my aunts. So, so when, when you gonna bring a boy home? When you gonna bring a boy home? Oh my! God. You know, you know what my grandmother said. Hold on, we were sitting in the car right on the corner of Nostrand and Church because that's where we used to be at, right across the street from the fish spot. This fish spot. My grandma looked at me and she said, you need to put your legs behind your head sometimes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, shit. And then I said, no. what you say? She said, go in the store and get my cigarette. She didn't want to repeat herself. <laughs> but I you know I heard her. <laughs> right? I didn't want to repeat it. Wait, do grandma know what you do? Grandma. <laughs> grandma, hell. I think grandma knows I mean, shit. she did. She, she did know. You. Well, no, she did know later on in her life. And we did have that conversation. But she she did not care about it at all. Because someone else tried to expose me to her. Uh-huh. And, you know, because when I found out that they tried to expose me, I was like, Grandma Allen, you know, I wanted to tell you first. But I was trying to, you know, say, I don't give a fuck about that shit. When are you going to the store? Like, my grandmother, like, did not. Like she just didn't care because she she's like play per- my numbers and get my cigarette. Right. Cause she's like the person who's telling me about you. I can't even rely on. So I'm relying on you. I don't give a fuck what anybody else got her. to say. That's one thing so, about grandparents. You can't tell them nothing about their grandbaby. No, you cannot. They can see God. they can see yes. that grandchild being a crackhead in the street. That ain't my baby. Hello. Well, no, let me tell you something. They'll they'll say it to the police. They'll say it to the police. That ain't my baby. And they'll say it in court. Right. But as soon as that nigga get in the house, they're not tell you get off that fucking crack. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the no, no, I got something. I got one for you. We're talking about aunties. Mm. So y'all know I recently went home. And you know, I've gained weight, you know. And my auntie, she looked, they used to the little skinny me. It was like a mm-hmm. hundred pounds. So I gave her a hug and stuff, and you know she spun me around, and she was like, "Mm, "At least you're still pretty." And I was like, "Oh shit!" I said, "I like my weight. Thank you very much." They don't give a shit about hurting your feelings. I was like, "They really don't." But then I thought about it, and when I told my mom about it, like she was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, "You know something? 
I love it because it's like I thought it was hilarious because I wouldn't feel comfortable being home if they mm-hmm. didn't say that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. or seeing my family if they don't say something about the color of my hair mm-hmm. or what kind of wig. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I got my auntie who every time she see me, she be like, and I make sure to put on the most outrageous colors in my hair when I know she coming. Uh-huh. And she's always like. My grandmother just got on my ass in Vegas because I was there and I had sweatpants on the hotel. So I'm laying on the bed, whatever, in the sweatpants. Like, that's my lounge wear, my sweatpants. Yeah, but ooh. Oh, they don't lounge nowhere. The first thing she said, you don't have no lounge wear? I was like, girl, honey, sweatpants. She's like, no, you got to get you a nice little outfit or something. Hold on. And don't have nothing to sleep in. Don't have nothing to sleep in. Don't you know this woman just sent me in the mail some big ass, like, dashiki, moo-moo looking shit? I said, oh, I texted her, I said, yes. oh, you got fucking jokes, huh? You yes. got jokes, grandma? She was like, yes, told, grandma. She was like, hey, 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 I thought you would like it. That ain't funny. We got to get to some of these comments. These comments are super, super backed up. Uh, Just One Love. Oh, yeah, that, we already read that. John Logic says, happy belated mamas to uh, day to all. And uh, Redemption Song says, salute, popping in and out. Be well. Salute, Redemption Song 76. And then uh, Just One Love says, salute to my baby daddy's John and Steph. Oh, all right, salute to you. Steph, I'm trying to get this fake money on your show. We're going to have to Oh, yeah, Steph, after. Steph. Uh, Solo wants to uh, be on Trash Bar. She's coming it's for a, everybody next. I guess I should say it now. I can say it now. I was giving somebody some help, and they were saying the wrong fucking answer. Hey, hey, hey. She was giving me help, right? But what? she gave me the help too late, and I had the right answer. You had the right answer with the wrong person. You had the right answer with the wrong person. Mills Lane says salute to the lovely panel and peace to the chat. Yes, absolutely. Mills Lane. Uh, uh, Just One Love says salute. Redemption. Have a great evening. And then uh, shout out to Brooklyn Honcho in the check. And Brooklyn Honcho says, what up, people? What up, Brooklyn Honcho? Keenan Kong 85 puts his nose up. I wonder what's the nose for, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, He nosy. Oh, I think he's being stuck up because he just said Queen Priscilla still at the the Kentucky Derby. So. Yes, we must be posh. We must be posh. That's spirit. what I was thinking about. Kentucky Derby. I couldn't think yes. that. Out. Yeah. That's what I said when I first came in. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. We and then, we got the TV. Yes. OGK Network says, Persinda, you looking sexy with that church Thank hat. you, OG. Absolutely. Church Absolutely. is sexy should not. I'm sorry. But church is sexy. I don't sound too right going together. Yes, it is. Yes. They Just what love says. The only ones fucking. We can all be doing it too, shit. Right. Got that right. Does that mean Jesus was fucking too? I've always oh, wondered certain things in the Bible. Fucking everybody else. I like, will not have this conversation with you, he. No, you know what? We struck down to the damn computer. No, no. You know what's so funny? I think I asked. I think I put this on Instagram, and I think Vanessa was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I was like, "Did they have DJs in the Bible? Like, if you was at the wedding, would you be like, play that flute, play that little instrument over there? Like, no, who's they DJing? Had they had the something worse than that. They had something called cantors. What the fuck is a cantor? Yeah, a cantor is somebody that sings religious songs, and because Jesus was a Jew, so they sing religious songs in Hebrew. And Not the nigga the with, most, the little, with the little with the little smoke thing. It is the most awful shit you ever heard. God bless them, but good God, mm. get some bass in that church, please. Oh yes, and uh, this comment is for a solo. Just one love says those moo-moos are easy access. I have one <laughs> on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just one love says Steph V can't play no more. That's cheating. No, it's being resourceful. You must use all of no, your resources. I thought that, I thought I was that a lounge now. outfit was a sundress now. That's what our our lounge outfits are because all my sundresses end up being house clothes. 
How about my I'm friends to take that. my dresses but when I'm around I'll her? She's like, that's a cute dress. Let oh, we're we going to get into that too. Grandma's mm-hmm. taking things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Mm-hmm. Your people are right because my grandmother used to wear penwas, leather slippers, and pearls to bed. She never took off her pearls to go to bed. It was always going down. Nice. And she had some little man that had been creeping around for her like since her second husband, as she told me. Mm. He's been around since my second husband. My grandma used to always wear silk pajamas. Now that I'm thinking about it in my head, right? I always remember her because I used to always like be rubbing on her. She's like, get off me. <laughs> And do you know to this it's day, I can't I want to show y'all these little moves. Hold on one second, hold on one second. One at a time, one at a time. Like, I want to show y'all these moves. This shit is not sexy at all. Oh, my like God. We're going to get into the moves. Uh, just one love says nose for the big nose gang. So, okay. Oh, and then Mills wow. Lane says nose gang. So, I guess we out here at nose gang. Okay. And uh, OGK Network says solo. Who don't know church girls are the biggest freaks? First off, I went to St. Paul Community Baptist Church in East New York. Mm-hmm. You know, I went I feel to like you in my business. Ah. <laughs> I feel like you in my business, and I don't like that. Oh my god! And then uh, Brooklyn Hunter says, "Sold me out for blank." All right. Wait, what'd you say? Let me post a guess. Walker. I did go to Hezekiah Walker's church when I was younger, and I wow. used to um I go up some love fellowship. Yeah, I used Thank to draw in my book, and I used to be so annoyed that I was even there. Uh-huh. And then, as soon as they uh was like, you know, they had the little kids go to their separate area. Uh huh. Oh fuck no! As soon as they had the kids go to their separate area, what then, you see um, just now? <laughs> yeah. Just she said a bum or something. That was like one of those things where she you saw those. No, because no. last year this lady by my house had a hornet's nest, and I was living in like I had to have all my windows closed last year. And I just opened up my window just now, and a fly just flew in, and I'm like, I'm looking at that shit, and it looks like, like a uh-huh. fucking hornet. And that nigga, no that nigga gonna play around until once I get up off the shit, I'm gonna get in his ass. Yeah, I'll play with shit. He said, "Have fun." I'll play them games I, and you know I, I try to get all my water bugs in order you know uh-huh. all these niggas like hey if I get somebody over here chill Hello. you know y'all can come out where he leaving and I used I'll to tell y'all later lock up when they was done I used to see them because my dad's apartment and mom was like I would have to go through his to get to mine the basement style and I would be like when you done, you lock up. I'ma leave. No, you stay. I'ma go. I'm right. doing this shit. <laughs> and I would leave my own house. We got a couple of water bugs. We got a couple more comments before we get into um part of the topics of being boss moms. Okay. Uh, OGK Network says, "Priscilla, Ooh. leave them pearls on on the bed so I can go pop those pearls." All right, baby, let's. Do this. <laughs> and then he oh, says, "Who here fucks to gospel songs?" Yo, no. That's the, no, I ain't gonna hold you. If I your mean, phone is on, this is why I had to make a whole playlist, and my playlist on my phone is called Smooth because that shuffle shit. If anybody don't know up. my background, I'm West Indian and I'm Hispanic, and I grew up in church, and I'm a street kid too. That shit will fuck you up. You be getting it from the back all of a sudden. You hear? You think that we forgot about gospel music or not? Oh like, no. My pussy is drying up so motherfucking quick, and I am exiting the scene. I'm just like, like, my eyes up. I'm I'll be done. trying to, be trying to reach for the phone. Hold on one like, second. Hold on, hold on one second. Priscilla, go ahead. So it's just me. Heathen. I mean, if you're already into it, I mean. <laughs> Bad Priscilla. Look at it like this. When you're having sex and it's really, really good, think about how many times you say, oh, Lord, Amen. Or is it just mm. me? 
I do not say, oh, Lord, I don't call amen. on God. Well, I'm my God. I don't call on God. I think that's right up there with you that know, name. I'd like, be really trying not to say, oh, my God, because I did, I like, I thought about it one day, and I was like, I feel like that's really disrespectful. Like, that nigga probably be looking down like, you son of a bitch. serious <laughs> <laughs> right now? So, I stopped doing it. Really? Okay. I'm dead. Oh, my God. So, we're talking about boss moms. Now, now, Beauty, you came up with this topic. Why did you think it was important to talk about boss moms today? Because she a boss mom? Duh. Fuck, you're right. Because I can't <laughs> boss moms. And I there we go. By boss moms, and I feel like a lot of these moms feel like they're boss moms. But some of them are really boss moms. But I feel like a lot of women don't get recognition for mm. being boss moms and for doing the things that they do every single day. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to me because... I don't know. I just feel like men now are so like there's there's they're crybabies. Like mom, you don't see us going around going, I had a blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did this. Oh my god, I did that. But it's like when I look at the certain. I'm not pleased for fathers. Don't come at me, okay? I'm not. <laughs> you know they in the chat room like it's ready. It's ready, like yeah. But no, I'm not talking about all dads. But I'm just saying, it's like nowadays dads get more recognition to me, and they don't even do shit. <laughs> like they don't do half the shit that moms do. And even the mom, and then it's like moms who don't, who, who aren't working, don't get all the recognition that they're supposed to get. Like, I don't know. I just feel like people need to recognize that a boss mom isn't always an entrepreneur or a, a, she might have a nine to five. She might, you know, be that stripper or whatever the case might be. She might be that stay at home mom. She might be that section eight mom, that regular house mom. Like you don't know and you should not judge no mother or think that no mother has it easier than the next mother. And then you got the ones that you could look at and be like, I'm not that bitch and shit. So, but those aren't what who we're talking about today. Now, let me ask you something. Because I, I, I agree with you on the idea of having a nine to five. Because shout out to uh, my mom. My mom has been very fortunate to be married and to be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? So she's never really worked a regular typical job, but she, you know, she's she still handled her shit. She still took care of her family. Now, what do you think about because I was watching this show, Love and Marriage Huntsville, and this lady kept calling herself a single mom. She's married, her husband lives in a house with her, but she felt like she was taking up a lot of the duties. Now, what do you feel about women who consider themselves single moms if they end up taking more slack than the man that they're with, even though they still have a man in the house providing? First and foremost, I think that's the stupidest shit that I've ever heard of. Like, there's no such thing as a single mom if you have a man there in the house. Bitch, you not are you working? Like, that if the man is working and providing everything, then I don't see the big deal about bitches cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids. Like, what's the problem? Wash his clothes. Like, I don't know. I think that's stupid nowadays. Like, I just don't like it. Like, I hate when women complain about or or those women who sit there and they complain about their husband not being home enough but these bitches going shopping and getting their nails done every week how do y'all think y'all get that shit what do you want you want him to be up under you or you don't have him to work like i feel like that shit is so good i feel bad for men who have to go through ungra i feel like that's ungrateful you're ungrateful because you have that significant other and if you do yeah. you're doing too much or you need to just say you need a break 
Mm-hmm. Don't say right. you're single. Just say you need a break, like, or talk to your significant <clears throat> other so y'all can try to work something out. But if you feel like you're single, then bitch, be single. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you on that part, beauty. You know, with you know, if you're home, you know, all day or whatever, and you do like the cooking and cleaning, and definitely, I was taught don't complain when a man is working. Like you just don't do that. But I think what these women are saying is you could share some of the burden of taking care of things in the household. I'll use my cousin as an example. Now, her husband, wonderful man. We're on the phone. She's headed home from coming to get stuff in the yard because she's like you. She gets in the yard. She knows how to like build a fence, plant all the shit that goes out there. I don't do none of that. So I don't know what she out there doing, but she out there doing some shit. So she's coming home with a truck full of shit, right? He's home with the baby. He calls her and tells her, you know, it's almost time for the baby to eat. And she said, oh, well, her food is in the fridge. And all you have to do is blah, say, blah, say, blah. He called again because she's still trying to get home with all this bullshit in the trunk that's got to go out in the yard that she has to plant. Yeah, because, you know, it's almost time. Like, how far away are you? So she gets to the house. This nigga is at the window holding the baby in his arms, looking at her in the truck. Like, now she can't touch the baby because she's got to take off all her fucking clothes. She's got to wash up before she can even take the baby. You're home. The food is already portioned and cut. Everything is done. Oh, we going to get and into things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get to some of these comments really quickly because we're getting a little bit backed up. Um, OGK Networks uh, says that uh, those songs... <laughs> Those songs time out to praise dance. Okay. And Just One Love says, don't listen to church music while sexting, but I will call Jesus or God if it's really good. I agree with that. Amen. Jesus. I don't call Jesus or God. I speak Spanish. I don't call God. I don't call I'll call Jesus. Amen. All right. And uh ODK Network has a question for beauty. He says, Beauty, you are a boss. What's then what's your uh office hours? Nine to five. I'm sorry. Big red vibes. Big red vibes. Oh God! Now what are my business hours? <laughs> From nine <laughs> to five. <laughs> and the way he wiped his forehead afterwards, I was just over. Like, Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And OGK Network says, I know a few housewives that are boss moms. Same here. Uh, just one love says, one of my baby daddies just asked me what I do with my money and he's 8k behind in child support. I hung up on him. I'm done. You should have slapped him with the money in your hand. There you go. OGK Network says, my mom was definitely a boss. Salute to her. Salute to all of the boss moms out there. Lakeisha Robinson says, beauty, the best boss mom I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you Thank you. I I really appreciate my mom and I have a very good support system and that's why I feel like I'm a good mom because I'm not going to say I am the greatest mom because no, I'm still learning. But at the same time, like, if I didn't, when I found out I was pregnant, I went in talking to my mom. And I literally called my dad crying, like, I, I need my mommy. I can't do this. I want to come home. <laughs> uh, so, oh, shit. 
I feel like good support systems um, make good moms too. That's a great point to have. Uh, OGK yeah. Network says, do you ladies think a lot of women don't find being a housewife attractive in today's society? Oh, can I please speak on this? Yes. I really, really think that it's steering women away from being those wives and being those nurturing and compassionate figures. Everybody does not have, I don't want to work, okay? I work because there's not another option yet, okay? And I say yet because I'm looking for my husband. But I do feel like, when maybe during the early 50s and maybe 60s and 70s that was always promoted even in the schools they had home ed classes for women to you know bake cakes and all type of stuff i didn't even learn how to fucking sew in school everything i learned woman wise was outside of that realm and i do think that that's a lost art but then that's also a necessary art to build a home to you know to add to children to add to the men who are going out you got these niggas out here frustrated slapping the shit out of bitches because their home is not being taken care of I'm sorry, not to say that it's right for them to be slapping bitches and to be sitting on 10, but the construction workers are not so nice that they used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, these men, they need, you know, they need the, the big piece of chicken. You know, they need their full meals. They, you know, and I think housewives need to exist. And I don't think we're grooming our women enough to be housewives. You got bitches talking about, I don't cook, I don't clean. You got bitches talking about some, I Uber Eats. No, that, that man needs a cooked meal, hot. Okay, but that's what I have to say about that. But yeah, anybody else? I agree with you. I agree Me. with you. And here's the thing. Priscilla, you go, and then Solo, you go right after her. Mm. I think women should have the choice to be whichever you want. I do agree that women do, and men, because in the South, the men have to learn the same things that the women learn. Like, the men in my family can cook. I learned how to, you're really supposed to make candy yams from my uncle. So, in the South, the men and the women learn how to do the same thing. You don't see the women running around there cooking and cleaning and he's sitting on the couch. He don't get to sit down. Because if it ain't shit you can do in this house, then in the yard, fix that car, build that fucking fence. We need a back porch. I'm going to need you to build that. And they didn't have a problem with it. They didn't have a problem with it. That's my issue with men now. Everything you know we require as women... You know, all I hear is griping and bitching and moaning. What is up? And but you say you want a good woman. Yeah, mm. you want a good woman. You want your dick sucked, but you don't want to. Uh. You know, you don't want to get her car changed for oil change. Mm. Like that don't add up. You gotta. Mm. Half of these motherfuckers don't even change their own car oil or pay attention to that shit. Yo, <laughs> come on now. Well, that's true. We asked for too much. Solo, please. All right, but for the bitches that don't cook, like me. I was raised by my dad predominantly. Like my mom, like I said, she passed away when I was younger. So me seeing my mom, I definitely saw my mom get a hustle on everything like that. And my mom didn't wait for no man to do nothing. Like my mom was a dealer and she also worked a nine to five at points in time. And that kind of choked, like raised me in a way to be more like self-sufficient with things because she was the one teaching me from young. Like I was making seafood with her, cutting up salad, stuff like that. And I remember this one instinct and I'll never forget this. I was cutting up tomatoes for a salad and my dad blacked on my mom. Like, why she got a knife in her hand? Why you cut, got her cutting stuff? She could hurt herself, da 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 My mother like, well, where the fuck she supposed to learn how to cook? The fuck? She got to learn how to use a knife or something. But me being so young, I think it just scared my dad for me to have like that little independence growing up that fast. But now being older, I feel like the issue at hand is that mindset of spoiling your woman is like a real materialistic thing that's coming off of social media and stuff like that. 
So females aren't looking at it as I have to earn the spoiling. It got to just be given automatically. And if I have to cook a meal for my dude that I'm with, I can cook it. That's not a problem. I can read the steps and do whatever I got to do. But I'm not just hunky dory going to be like, you want a steak back? I'm about to make every, steak. Yeah. Every nigga ain't getting fed. <laughs> ain't doing that. Every nigga ain't getting fed. I agree with that completely. Uh, let me get to some of the comments before we get to our next topic. I just want to complete these out. OGK Network says, do you ladies think uh, they're women? Someone who would prefer being a baby mama. Oh, do would some women women prefer no. being a baby mama? Yeah, Judy, please go ahead. One. Yes, please. Yes, because I'm at a point in my life where I don't even want the baby the day baby daddy to even know next time I get pregnant. What the Yo, fuck? I'm not like, even gonna lie. Like, my no. baby daddy. No, I was literally just telling my mom having a conversation with this. If I could go back in time. Because I told my baby daddy that I aborted my baby, but I did it. And I'm not going to lie, I was not ready. It was like he got me pregnant and and dipped. And I was like, oh, no, the fuck you don't. And I took the abortion pill. But when I thought I was, you know, yeah, the doctor was like, oh, this baby, is, like all you seen was a dot going across the screen. Yeah, this baby better be. Yeah, right? her heartbeat. He was like, "This is the healthiest heartbeat I've ever heard at this age." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, she is <laughs> she here now? Yeah, like, she here now. This is my baby." But you don't gonna go somewhere. If I could go back in time, I would not. I would have kept it like that. Like when his homeboy seen me and was like, "Oh, I thought you was wasn't pregnant." I would have been like, "Nah, this just this just a little fat." I would not have told him that I was pregnant. No. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've only had one abortion ever in my life, and it was by the Jamaicanist Jamaican nigga ever. And he was literally out, out, like, he had to come. I told him not to take me. I just told him to come pick me up because he was already on some Jamaican shit. Because once I told him I was pregnant, I already knew I was getting an abortion. I worked for um, a health organization, so I knew all of the resources to do anything you needed. You needed condoms, I knew where to get that. SD testing, I knew where to get that. Like, I knew how to get anything for anybody as far as reproductive services. So why you didn't get the condom? No, mm. I, I did. I had sex with a Durex red condom. I remember this vividly. And I, and I oh, obviously, I didn't know I was pregnant because I thought I was using a motherfucking condom. And I, and I was at a time, I was really young. So it wasn't even like the relationships at that time. Nobody was really fucking like that. You know what I'm saying? That was the first time we, we were together for like almost 10 months and that was the first time we even had sex and i ended up being pregnant anywho this nigga was standing outside of the fucking place on queen's boulevard talking about check your baby check your baby so he was out there and i'm like nigga just pay for me the cab to go home but these are things that people don't think about when it comes to you know and i said to myself as i got older you know i said i wouldn't mind being a baby mama like and and I feel like because you like the the gift is still in the child no matter what mm -hmm. you know whether you're a baby mama whether you're still with the person whether you're not with the person I always believe that the true gift and the true blessing is with that child so mm -hmm. if that ends up being a baby mama situation it's baby mama situations I believe don't always have to you know be tumultuous or yeah. you know really really drastic I think it's really important to for people not to downplay the baby mama because just because someone has a child with someone should. that doesn't disregard them. I think yeah. it's different type of baby mamas. Like you got the bitter baby mamas and mm -hmm. you got the we could be co-parent baby mamas. Like for me, honestly, the stage where I'm at right now in life, being that I'm 30, I already said to myself, by the time I'm 34, if I don't have a kid, this clip is not happening. I may get a sperm bank. I may get an ex-boyfriend, have a kid that way. We ain't got to be together. Because my mindset always been like, I was raised for the, even though I could only count but so many married couples in my family on both sides, 
I always was like, yeah, that's what I want. I want to have the wedding. I want to have the family. I want to move in with somebody and be married and be the wife and everything like that. And then as I got older and I started seeing all this shit that happens in relationships, I was like, whoa, hold the fuck up. If this will come with marriage, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to be in jail. Nigga, don't play with me. We're not going to do this type of bullshit here. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, again, like I said, with the concept of my mom passing away and stuff, like how she did, it scared me that concept of love. So that's when I was just like, I don't really want the marriage and the love anymore. I think I'm going to just stick with the kid part. Mm-hmm. Can I say you something? Could, if you want to be fair. here, you could be here. If you don't, you could go. Okay. Hold on one second. So go ahead, Diddy. I think the way society is right now, a lot and of then men, to go ahead afterwards. A lot of men blame women for how we act with wanting to just be the baby mama and things of that nature. But I don't think men really comprehend the PTSD mm. <laughs> that women have mm. in relationships, whether it's what they have seen. Like I've seen my parents, I want that. But when I look at the men nowadays, I'm like, ain't none of these niggas touching what the men in my family do. Like, if you're not going to go out in the yard with me or get your hands dirty, I'm not messing with you. So I think it's really based on society for a for, which really sucks. Senator, go ahead. I tell Vanessa this all the time. Babies come when they come. If you end up being a baby mama, okay, cool. But I still think that the child suffers in the end when they don't know their father or have access to their father. Well, wait, beauty, wait, wait, wait. This is just my opinion, baby. They suffer when they don't have that. He can be a piece of shit. Trust me, there's a part of that child that's always going to want to know their father because my parents did the black divorce, right? Where they separate and nobody ever legally divorces. <laughs> yes, so, that's that is the black divorce. Can you say that again? My, what is yeah, the black my, divorce? Yes. Hey, say that again because yeah, I didn't again. realize. Please define black divorce. I didn't realize there's a lot black of black divorces. divorces. Here's black divorce. <laughs> my parents got married, had two children, me and my sister Benita. May she rest in peace. When they broke up, because you know they do what they do in the South. So my sister went to live with my mother's um uncle i stayed with my mom and then at some point both of us were with my aunt Ludi. and then it i was in the hospital because i got sick and then my sister stayed with the uncle so she was raised by them but she until she died she was always bitter that she felt like you know they all abandoned her. But here's how I knew she was suffering because of it. She always asked me questions about our father. What was he like? Because he was really funny. And, you know, she would ask me to tell her all these stories over and over again. So it bothered her. It bothered her. And it fucked her up, to be honest. It fucked her up. I can see your position on that. You know what I mean? So when you see that up close and personal, to see somebody, you know, die and still be sad about this. That's how it is with my sister. Like my sister, even though I'm the oldest, I kind of envied her because I feel like she had the last days with my mom as opposed mm. to how mm-hmm. I was. Cause I went away to some of my mom passed away. I went back to New York to go stay with my dad and go to summer camp and stuff. And to this day, she'll ask me like how my mom is and stuff like that. And I'll be sitting here like, 
damn, you was really two years old when my mother passed. You really don't remember shit about her. So it's like my obligation to put you onto that. And I could see, but I used to be so jealous of her because I grew up with my dad, but she had her dad and a stepmom and then the stepmom adopted her. So it's like she always had like that family unit, even though they were separated. But biologically, she was still looking for that. Exactly. You know, that That's connection. my point. It is exactly. like a little void that you have to kind of like fill up a little bit. Like you feel mm -hmm. empty. Let me just get to some of these comments really quickly. Uh, just One Love says, did he get the stuff out of the car? I think he's referring to, she is referring to, sorry. She's referring to Priscilla's yes, story. Yes, he did. Okay. That's good, good. Well, did. because she had that look on her face that all black women get. Yeah, that that don't play with me. You know look. that look. Yeah, just one love. Serious. Just one love says preach. V. Keenan Kong says you ladies' problem is you have a type and you stick to it. We're not going. We're not going to get into him. <laughs> we're going. We're going to work not, past him. I just want to say one thing. Okay. I have standards. You just can't meet them. Oh. Okay. There we go. Gary Smooth. Mm -hmm. Gary Smooth says y'all keep up the good content a hundred absolutely oh, shout out to Gary Smooth coming in from Facebook uh, Just One Love says black couples were power teams back in the day mm -hmm. if they disagreed it was behind doors That's some couples these days have no class or shame I just want to say something about this I agree and not only does it stay behind doors it doesn't come out until after they're dead okay yeah. <laughs> some of the things that happen with Hello. black people you nah. don't know until nah, you know they go the whole family know <laughs> no the whole family know yeah they know they whispering it they yeah, nobody's saying it out loud. Shit. Everybody exactly because yeah, they don't say it out loud till they die. Yeah, yeah. the they kids don't, say don't that. find out that their mama was a hoe back in the day until that right. mama dead and all her boyfriends come to the funeral. That's right. when they be find out how you know older and just don't give a fuck and she yep. told you. Yep. <laughs> that's what it is. I found, I found out when my aunt died that she was. I thought she was, you know, going to South Carolina every summer to visit family. No, she had a boo thing down there. They always had a booth. And they hooked up they every summer. Every summer they hooked up. And then the one time my uncle Sammy thought he was going, you know, get all like, you know, brolic with it and say some shit to her. She hit him in his forehead with her high heel. And that's when they used to have metal tips. So he had a dent in his forehead. Yeah. Good time. Sham it be like that sometimes. It do. Shampi says you have a lot of men willing to eat dinner, ask when dinner's ready, but not willing to go grocery shopping. I just want to say something. Well, because somebody has got to put the bags in the car and in the house and in the fridge. I if tell I'm you, cooking, when they be like, "Did you cook?" I be like, "Did you bring something?" Yeah, that part and cook it. Now, that's the difference if you say, baby, I brought this. Can you make this for me? That's fine. Yes. I will do it. Lakeisha right. Robinson says, shit, I will cook, clean, run your bath water. If you're going to do the rest, I def wish I ain't had to work. Make me a housewife. God damn right. right. You better Amen. come on with your housekeeper. You song. better, yes, because I am I am here for it. Uh, Just One Love says, I can't stand a bitter baby mama. That's what no, she's referring to. I cannot either. Yeah. I, I am a baby mother, and I don't like the baby mamas who who had a baby because they thought that dude was going to stay or they to trap them. I can't mm -hmm. stand baby mamas who feel like the man is supposed to pay all her bills just mm -hmm. because they got a kid together or keep you up to par just because you got a kid by him. Like, you're not his responsibility. You that not part. come out of his nutsack. Mm -hmm. Your child did. You yep. should not. It, I hate seeing, like, my friends with their hair and their nails done and then their kid be looking like the little ghetto project kid with the son you know, they'll be running around mm -hmm. and you don't really not want to hug them, but you don't want to hug them because they got snot all over their face. Yeah, I, 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 hey, baby. No, I greet those kids with a motherfucking nappy. Hey, come here, baby. Come here. 
Yeah, baby. Look, and that bit of baby mother my kid. My kid is fine. Don't touch my kid. We're gonna get to this. We're gonna get to this too. Because we all gotta talk about our experience when we've been licked. Okay. Uh Brooklyn Hot Show says loving the platform. Shout out to Brooklyn Hot Show. He is the co-producer of the morning rat. Salute to Brooklyn Hot Show here on the check-in. And um uh, John Logic and Prince says, chilling. Just when love says, exactly. I never knew my grandfather was a bootlegger and numbers man. So he passed <laughs> Just when love, salute to your grandfather. Okay. Because Peter Paul and him was at the service. I remember he made that moonshine that one time. Had me no. fucked up walking down the road. No, Peter and Paul, is, and they, they may be mad because this thing may owe them some money. Not speaking uh, ill about your grandfather, but right. I do know people who go to funerals yeah, and they count the dollars yes. that they owe them. Like... <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever. He'd be like, "You gonna die, motherfucker? You still owe me fifty goddamn dollars." Yeah. <laughs> and just what love says, all I can hear is Byron. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Now I did want to get into. I, I know we're almost finishing our show, but I did want to talk about a few things. So a time when a man called you mommy. Also a time experience where you've been licked. And clean. Can I go because it's Mother's Day? Yes, absolutely, beauty. The resident mother on the check-in, please. Okay, so I had a boyfriend who used to do that, and I used to be like, please stop, that is so stupid. <laughs> Your ex-boyfriend was doing that to you? Yeah, he used to call me mommy, and I just used it. I just didn't. Oh, like oh not like, the licking thing. You said the mommy thing. No, the I'm mommy thing. Oh, no. I he did that to me one time. He did that to me one time, and I punched him dead in his throat. <laughs> I just can't picture a nigga going like this. Okay, so I had did a face mask, and we went to the drive-in, and I guess I still had, like, some of the face masks, like, right here. So I guess he thought it was, like, sleep or something. So he like licked his finger and all I see was it coming towards me. And I was like, ah, and I just went and... <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it was always, I think my, my older auntie, I had this, we was at a family reunion and one of the great aunts like licked her finger and really like this across my lip and I was just like, <gasps> Like, cause y'all know how a germ for like OCD, so I couldn't like take it. So I like walked away, I just hugged her and I like walked away as fast as I could and found the bathroom and like took the soap. And I was ever so traumatized. <laughs> I can't, I don't, mm -mm. I cannot deal. Oh my God. Now, anyone else, <laughs> sorry, another time, I know Logic is going to kill me because I'm coughing throughout this entire stream and he's like COVID-19, like get away no. from me. Nobody's going to catch COVID-19 from this stream, at least. I'll say that much, but no, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to ask you ladies, another time, like you said, where a, a guy called you mommy and also a time where you were licked and clean. <laughs> Solo, please go ahead. Oh, solo, and then person, you go ahead. Um, oh God. Okay, so remember I told you the guy that likes me to be like rude to him and disrespectful, and he'll pay me for that via the text message. So um, he always writes "mommy," and it creeps me out because it's how I call my mom, "mommy." So I'd be like, "Stop saying that, please." Like, if it was like a Hispanic dude saying "mommy," it'd be different, but it's "mommy," and I'm looking at my arm like. My mother's fucking tattoo says, mommy, like, don't do that. That's weird as shit. And it makes me feel dirty when he says it. And 
I, I like the same way that that makes me feel. I can't call a nigga daddy because I call my dad daddy, and it, it's a weird place in life to be at to call two men daddy. And um, the spit thing, it was my dad, and I love my father dearly. But that hot breath spit is disgusting. And he will go in the corner of my eyes, and I'll be like, spit in my eye. What the fuck is this? Ew. Or he'll go like this and I'll smell it. And I'll be like, come on, man. What the fuck? Stop that. And he would never do it in private. It's always in public. So I'll be saying- how they get like, you. That's how they get you. This is embarrassing as hell. Because you know, usually in private, I'll be like, no. But in public, you know, you make that one move. Yeah, like, you can't disrespect in public. Shit out of you. You ain't going to disrespect in public. You me outside in front of these people. I'll knock you on your fucking ass. And, <laughs> and I don't want my dad to go to jail for abuse. So I'll be sitting there like, next. Ah, shit. Oh my God. Prasenda, please give us a time where you were licked and cleaned with spit and a memorable time when a man called you mommy. So Sally was quick with it. And it seemed like she never, ever missed. Like if I had a single spot on me, she would be out of nowhere with the full spitty finger cleanup and a magical tissue. She was like, bring your red ass here. Walking around with this dirty ass face and you light skin. Get over here. You're going to be out here looking like a dirt I'm dog. I'm mad that you're getting cursed out in the process, though. Well, I'm like, right? <laughs> and this was all the time. Like, I'm a kid. Like, I'm going to get dirty. She's like, not on my watch, bitch, because we're going to get rid of all of this. But I will say, mommy spit is magical. It could clean a whole fucking baby. They, they didn't need baby wipes. Shout out to mommy spit. Down. And you just smell like mother, you just smell I, like uh, spit. I rebuke that. I use my daughter's spit. Like I tell her, stick your tongue out, and then I wipe my hand. Nah, <laughs> I wipe Sally didn't do that. <laughs> Sally was like, I got everything we need right here. It's all gonna happen. Um now done. my ex, he used to call me little mama, and I used to call him big daddy because it was like that. <laughs> Yay me. I know why he was called Big Daddy. You damn give right. that to God. Mm. I don't want to Damn right. That. that ain't my. That's grown folk that business. Mm. That's grown folk business. That ain't my business. Yes, I'm still over here in child's place. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm not going to figure beauty. Gotcha. But for me, I'll refer to the story I spoke about a couple weeks ago. When I went to a club that I wasn't supposed to be at, a couple friends left me. And... I, you know, I was picked up by, uh, shout out to Kato, the, the trick that came through, the supporter, sorry, that, that came through. Social he was work. Cuban. So he, was this you a know, sex party? No, it wasn't a sex party. We, we were, oh, you uh, said you wasn't supposed to be there. So I thought it was some crazy was no, no, I, I wasn't oh. supposed to be there. Like I, when in Miami, I actually shout out to my mom. It, it was speaking about mother's day. When I went to college, I, I realized I'm living in Miami and I'm only like 18, 19 years old. So the clubs, the popping clubs that we want to go to is 21 and over. Mm, yeah. And so the the Christmas break, my first Christmas break when I came back to New York, uh, my mom had an extra ID and I definitely took her ID and okay. it definitely worked for me. I don't oh, even wow. think the man at Cameo, and the first time I tried it was at Cameo because they actually scanned, they, they put Not your Cameo. IDs in the thing to make sure that it, um, that, to make sure that it goes. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even look twice. I'm literally 19 years old. And my mom probably had to be like, I think he just seen black woman, black woman. All right, go inside. But it worked. But nonetheless, Kato was the guy who called me mommy. 
And he and it was so cute at the time because he always did that. But I'm not gonna lie, at the time that he came to rescue me, it was a little bit annoying at least because when he came to rescue me, because I, I forgot what club um, I wasn't at Club Iguana anymore, I was somewhere else. And um, I called him, I told him to come and get me. He came, he's like, Mommy, mommy, what happened? Mommy, mommy. and he just kept saying, Mommy. I'm like, nigga, just drive me the fuck home. Like, you just keep calling me mommy. But he was so sweet, and I couldn't be mad at him. Because he was so sweet. And you know, most of the time, like usually when guys do things for women, they want to trade off. So I'm thinking this nigga gonna want some pussy or something like that. He don't want anything. He's just like, mommy, you okay, mommy? He's like, call you later, mommy. Like, and he was just so innocent with it. And like that was like the most memorable mommy because every other word was mommy. Like every he other was speaking word. No English. He didn't. He really didn't. And I'm like, how are you in this country buying pussy, nigga? And you don't even speak English, but we won't. But see, that. it's a difference. That was mommy. That's M-A-M-I. Not right, that's what I said. Mommy. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Mommy, mommy. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be calling a, a bitch mommy. Like it, it shouldn't be with the mo. Hold on, person. What'd you say? Was he Cuban? Yes, oh, he was Cuban. It. He was very dark skinned. His name was Cato. It was a dark skinned Cuban. Oh, Shout out to him. Was, it Shout sounded like because that's like some Moreno name. That sounds just like some spy. Nah, that was. And dark. he's mm. yo, and he was uh like he was a trooper, man. I can't even lie. He called me mommy every other second. And like even when he was late or some shit like that, he always called me mommy. But on the 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 licking face side of the game, shout out to my mom for embarrassing me almost during my sweet sixteen. Cause I had a sweet sixteen, I thought I was a shit. So I had my shit in East New York. All the niggas from the hood came, all kinds of shit. And you know, even like as niggas was pulling up, my dad's still being a fucking father. Like, he's like, Why does this boy have this big ass bottle of baby there? I'm like, Dad, he's grown. Well, why do you like like he's grown these are grown people like i know i am 16 but some of the people i know are actually grown like he's legally allowed to have that bottle that you can't take it from and i remember like as i was cutting the cake on my sweet 16 my mom was my mom literally walked up to me like you know when you're sitting in front of the candles and shit and everybody's looking at you mom said come in wipe my eyeshadow off like and I didn't even know that she wiped my eyeshadow off until like, I looked at the picture. Like, I came out and I was looking at, like, my face in the mirror. I was like, oh, mom, you wiped my eyeshadow off. But I think she was just so excited. And I think before me blowing out the candles, that might have been her one moment to be like, bitch, you still my kid. Like, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was about my eye being dirty. Like, I don't even think, it was just more so of a power, uh, a power grip. Like, she was like, bitch, come in. She gave you the Lion King. <laughs> Right. That's exactly what that was. That's exactly. <laughs> Basically. You're, you're, never too old. you're never too old. And I'm like, why would you do that? I had makeup on. Like, why? Like, this is not even that yeah, serious. like, why does she wipe the eyeshadow? That's the fucked up part. Like, and she like got one eyeshadow and one non-eyeshadow. Like, literally. And I had to go wipe cute. off. Yep, that's basically what that was. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't cute and you ain't grown. That's exactly what that was. That was both. <laughs> that yep. was both. But that was my licking face story and also my mommy oh my story. God. But um, I don't know if you guys want to get into this before we go, because I, I love talking about this. This is something I really like in sex. Um, a time where you had a cream pie and you enjoyed it. I need to know the position. And what made you enjoy the cream pie? How the fuck we get there from the mommy conversation? Yeah. Like, cream pie? I'm a mommy from a cream pie. That's what I'm saying. You become, thank you, beauty. Mommy from a cream pie. Yes, we got to get to the source. Uh, gotta I get just thought okay. it was inside. I didn't think it was a pie. I, I was inside. But okay. I get, you know, what you're saying. Thank, thank you, beauty. Yes, uh, She's a mom. What the fuck? It's not fair. No, I get it. I, I, I mean, get it because I get what she's saying. Right. First off, 
Me too. My, my pregnancy, I was bullshitting when I told him, yeah, sure, let's have a kid. So that doesn't count, okay? <laughs> that doesn't count. But <laughs> I um, can't. I believe in birth control. Power to the people. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Marina, you're my nigga. Depo is my best friend. Stop it. Marina's your nigga. I can't. That's my nigga. Depo is my best friend. I'm not Depo. I don't like that nigga Depo. That nigga Depo made me gain a lot of weight. And I had to get that nigga out of my life. Look, we have a talk. We have a love-hate relationship. I know how to control myself. And... You just got to substitute sweets with other stuff. You got a lot of life control. But I don't see that red bitch when I have my friend Depo. So my friend Depo going to be here forever. <laughs> Fuck all that. But um, I I used to, um, my ex-boyfriend, I felt like when you, uh, when y'all come together, mm. I think that's like the most, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love emotions. But how do you really know if you're coming at the same time? Because guys, guys, obviously it's a physical thing. Like you can you see it coming out. out. You, can you can tell. tell. You should well, know your man's body. So I know. Yeah. You can tell by the face because they start looking real, real crazy. Or they start yeah. like ripping well, you I know the face of them. Yeah. Change, they breathing and they stroke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I say, I say, I know you for them. You can feel the dick too. You can feel the dick switch up and like pulsate yeah. and jump yeah. and stop and everything. That's true. Yep. Solo. I can't pay attention to that. I do know when guys, but I said mainly for myself because I usually, I, I always, I never quote unquote have an orgasm. I always, I always call them like mini orgasms because I, I feel like I've never really come to that climation with you know a penis inside mm -hmm. of me. So for me. Like when it comes to a cream pie, like I usually I'll come after the guy because I love getting a cream pie and then the guy plays with it. Like he sticks his dick in and out the pussy. Like mm -hmm. he's like, you know, he's so nasty. Yeah, you definitely nasty around bitch. with it. Like and yeah. they come back in and come back out. That yes, that's I'm when I come. To the bathtub. I exactly. Don't that me. Get that out. Oh, like you know how messy that's now, gonna be. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. If a nigga's playing in my pussy. After coming in me, that that nigga I don't have to run in the bathroom for. That means I am okay with that nigga coming to my pussy. Mm -hmm. Now we're not letting just you know the randoms and the right. uh, scallywags. Nope, I, I don't give a fuck if I love him. We got a ring good. I'm running to the bathtub. It feel nasty. It feel like you peed on yourself. I don't like it. Oh, oh no, my it god! Doesn't feel that way. <laughs> Beauty. It does not feel that way. But no. when it's coming out, it does not feel. So y'all really gonna tell me? When a dude not inside you and you stand up and it comes out, am I the only person that comes? It comes back out like it comes out. It feels I, like told you, I told y'all last week about me standing up in the bathtub, nigga, telling me to push the shit out. So <laughs> I learned that but it's no. possible. But when you go to the bathroom and you pee, it comes out. But I'm not gonna I'm stand never, in there and watch the leakage. Ew, I don't no. think I've like ever really peed shit out like immediately afterwards. Like I've I've gone to the bathroom after a cream pie and you'll see like a couple drops will come out. Like in mix in the pee, but like it's never just been me going to the bathroom and all I'm peeing is like right, cum. like yeah, you know I that was stupid. Yeah, but, but I'm no. on the same. I'm on the same page as Vanessa, so maybe we just two nasty bitches. <laughs> Y'all are two nasty. Bitches. I don't know why I love that when a nigga comes in me and then he pulls his dick out and then he has more cum and he's oh playing with God. shit. 
Isn't that uh, just the best? It is the best. Ooh. The best. I have to get to some of these comments, though, because these comments are all the way back up. Uh, he says, OGK Network says, get to know, getting to know your props opens up so much stuff you probably didn't yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crab Daddy X says, hey, guys. Hey, Crab Daddy X. Hey, and, that um, name always fucks with me. <laughs> <laughs> he also says, um, respect everyone. Absolutely. He says, good show. Absolutely. Thank Just you. One Love says, it's daddy with an E from my big daddy. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, Figo007 TV says, pops kept it gully. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, John Logic is referring to me. He says, LOL, at least y'all in the studio. LOL, but V need another COVID test. Absolutely oh my not. God. Okay. okay. Ja is uh, super OD uh, COVID, so he's just not fucking with anything. Uh, OTK <laughs> Network says, daughter spit, what the F, beauty? Well, okay, so, question. So, 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 you would rather me put my spit and I smoke cigarettes on my daughter's face versus you know, my own spit. My mom, that's a good point. Now, beauty, you know, I didn't even think about the cigarette factor. My mom smokes Newport on the regular, and yeah. I didn't think about that until just now. She took her Newport having thumb. Yeah, I'm weak. Put it in her mouth. And it was my, it was my sweet sixteen. So you know, my mom was smoking cigarettes that entire. Of course. Day. Okay. The whole day. But Vanessa, my mom smoked, smoked um cool filter king, so it was all kind of cigarettes. That's what my grandma shit. Helen smoked. My oh daddy my God. God. You cannot get smoked off your face my no matter cool how much smoke you do. My daddy never did none of that. That was my mom. My mom and my grandmother was the smokers. My dad was just eating like Swiss cakes and drinking soda and shit. No, it seemed like every smoking woman in my family used to hurry up. Like you used to try to dodge the like football game. <laughs> Because they were dead had that cigarette in that one hand. The one and then be like, the smoke come here. And then they smoke with that hand. They'd be like this. Come here. Come here, baby. Yes. And be blowing the smoke out. And they wipe in your face, man. I will not disrespect my child. Oh my God, let's finish the rest of these comments. Keenan Cog 85 says, I was getting dropped off at daycare. Prince Batman's song was on the radio and had a Ziploc bag of fruit circles. Shout out to your mama for sending you off to school okay. with a Ziploc bag full of fruit. Shout out to mamas okay. out there. Uh, Just One Love says, but I don't like to be called mommy by no males. Little mama or even big mama is a pass. So, um, okay, I understand okay, that. Some I people don't like that. And um, FIG007 TV says, Miss Kentucky, a freak free. Bombarasla. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just One Love says, I don't care if I had a cream pie because I'm not sure what it is. Okay, well, cream pie is what a nigga come to Cream pie and the company. Oh, you get network says cream pie. What happened to Jesus and gospel song? <laughs> the Lord know my heart. The fuck? Here you go, Solo. Amen. He made, made me like this. The song comes on. The Lord knows my heart. What they say? They said God created me in his image. There you go. Goddamn right. There we go. John Logic says drip, drip. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Just one love says, nah, that nut ain't going inside me. It can sit on there to get cleaned off. LOL. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's I really can't. me. I'd rather be a strudel. I don't want that in me. So where do you guys prefer to become on? Like when a guy finishes, where would you always ideally want it to be? My butt. 
Yeah, I ain't got no ass, but I'd rather you do that so you can wipe it off. At least yep. I know it's yeah, not. same and for I'm me. And I'm not moving until you wipe it off. Yeah, because the other places feel so dirty to me. Like, don't be they on do. my chest with that shit. I love oh, my don't titties. do like, it. My titties is my shit. Don't do that. Do it on the ass cheek. Don't yeah. do it on, on like the top part where it's dripping down my yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. I'm just violated. That's nasty. Yeah. I need you to do it they on one ass cheek or the other ass or like. You know, split it between both, but don't get it in my ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to say, I love when a nigga comes on my titties because that's the easiest cleanup for me. I can okay. see it. I it's don't right like here. It. I can literally put my titties in the sink and just clean them off. Oh my like, god, I, don't I love it. Else. The thought of that. Do you? Really like, lie. I was on you some whole shit. Put your titties in the sink, like you just I was not on, gonna fly by. Hey, when you, some, you want some whole shit, you're not afraid he gonna miss and like hit you in the eye. I'm afraid of that. Well, that's that's why you do this. That's why I do facials. You do this. Yeah, I stopped it. You be like, you done yet? You done? I like the real. I've had niggas do that before, and I be sitting here like, please, just finish. Like, get it off me. Get off me. And niggas say when to come on a bitch face. I'm like, nigga, that's special. You don't come to my face. Uh uh. I told y'all already. Like, beauty said, I'm terrified of getting blinded by sperm. Like, I looked it up online. I've already been blinded by sperm. Yeah, you can't be confirmed. It's not sexy to be blind. I think, like, I don't want it near my face because I'm scared I'm going to get pink eyes. And I've had come in my eyes several times, like, and as I got older, and because I always knew, like, you know, the facial scene is a big thing. I'm not immune to it. I'm not immune to it. I'm not doing that shit no more. Like, but my thing is that one time, and that shit went my eye, and it burned like a motherfucker. And I was like, "What is this acid?" Oh my god, not acid, sperm. See, no, see that shit right there. You know, I see that was my shit husband. though for my because for, for, for me I always like especially when it came to my videos like I knew my blowjobs was it like I and I didn't mind guys coming on my face because I'm like hey you're not coming to my pussy and I always felt like I could close my eyes to like block it out but right. one time I did close my eyes and then one guy still got it like in the corner <gasps> my eye was red for like the entire maybe like the next four or five hours and it I could not get my eye, eye to be clear it coats your do you see what I mean and it was one eye. So you seen one eye was fucking red. Hell, so it coats your eyes. So you seen kids all day? Probably. I, I was probably seeing kids yeah, all day. Your eye be like gray. Like you gotta keep blinking like this. And oh like my god, pink eye blinking and wiping. Yeah, I probably did have pink eye for about four hours. Oh, I probably did. Hold on, OJK Network says peed it out. I'm getting R. Kelly vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't talk about Robert because y'all know how I feel about Robert. <laughs> Me too, Solo. Not Next Robert. We have in common. Not oh, Robert. I, I love Robert. Okay? I, I love play some all them albums. I will be in my house, Jimmy. You remind me of my G. And I don't give a fuck because I'm 30 and I'm grown. Exactly. You are never going to get Preach. me to give up ignition. I won't do it. I told y'all I'm going to the jailhouse concert. I'm going to go right on the jailhouse concert. All Kelly does jail tour. Mm. I'm in this motherfucking life. Ah! I will go to the jail to see R. Kelly perform. Like if that nigga decided to perform, I will go there. But no, uh, I'm let's not get to there. She's still gonna rock with it. I don't go just, to the prison. <laughs> just what love like, says. Little mama, what's up with you? I don't. Gonna be like, Stop. <laughs> Nigga, good luck. Uh, oh my god. Just what love says. Yes, I smoke them cools now. Shout out to you. Yeah. That logic and friends says V, just get a rag. I usually do eventually. No, I and like I, a warm rag or a baby wipe. I could take a baby wipe. Just one love love <laughs> it, it do like it's it's better for a rag. Just one love says I agree. V salute to us big titty women. Absolutely, I like to catch it here. This is where I catch it. At. Okay. Oh, the visual now, of you putting them in the sink though cracks me the fuck up. I, and that's how I knew my titties are big. Well, I can just put my titties in the sink by in the, the sink. 
Like just nah, she keeps saying that. And I really picture like her going home after a long day and be like, I'm tired of shit. Innocent. OGK Network says sperm is better for your skin than avocado. What you ladies Stop talking it. about? Come no. get this sperm mask. Hey, hey, I'm gonna let this sperm is and different. Hey, guess what? I'm allergic to sperm and avocado, so okay. <laughs> Beauty said, "Don't come around here with this." Uh, just one love don't says, "Come around here with this." Shit. Yes. I love it. <laughs> just one love says, "Yes, nut in the eye burns like hell." Absolutely. Yes, wow. Now we have to. Talk. Now I'm we have start to start sucking dick with goggles because the way y'all got y'all talking is scared the fuck out of me. I now. can't solo. Like, that bitch like. Like I'm gonna have to put sunglasses on or something. Like that is because. <laughs> I just blocking the equipment. What the fuck? Like, I cannot do. Um, so is the fucking best thing. I can't do. I can't even. Y'all know I can't even cough and laugh at the same time, and I've been killing myself. Oh God! So we have to come to the show. We were we're teaching the babies, and we have talked about being boss moms. So we're going to teach the babies, obviously, because it's Mother's Day. We are teaching the ladies. We're gonna have you, gentlemen, sit out. But if you want to take the advice for a fellow lady that you're uh, working with right now, then you can figure that out too. Now, my question to you guys, as far as uh, teaching the babies, what would be your advice to a young lady who is currently about to have a baby? This we talking to the ladies who are already pregnant, about to push out the baby, and they're trying to figure out how to be a boss mom. Well, beauty is the resident mommy, so she goes first. Yes. Have a good support system. Mm -hmm. Accept help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really yeah. all I can say because it's that's like a real broad question because I really, you really have to turn yourself off. You have to really put in your head that there's no you no more. You're mm -hmm. not living for you anymore. Mm -hmm. You're not doing this for you anymore. As my daughter reminds me all the time, there's no more you, it's us. Mm, <laughs> us. Exactly how she says it. She'd be like, yeah. you have no more privacy. I'm I not gonna lie though. I do take offense when my mom starts speaking in first person when she's like, I'm going to get me some. I used to be like, well, what about us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I used to do that to my mom. She's like, well, I'm. <laughs> yeah, well, like, me. But I just feel like you should just um listen to you. Follow your own heart. Like, read. I was a reading fool when I was pregnant with my daughter. Like, I read everything. Every book in the world. At the same, say something else. But at the same time. See, she being a parent right now is with damn dog. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, like, I still, like, I asked my grandmother you no know, for advice. I asked my mom you no know, for advice. I was one of those parents. Oh, I was one of those parents. I can't. Yeah. It's, the loves multitask. it's the paradigm for me. Moms, love, moms can always multitask. Go ahead, yep. beauty. Yo, they got good aim, too. You could be around the corner. They going to catch you with some shit. And, like, he moved and then bounced off the trampoline and still got all of a sudden. <laughs> Parents aim I'm is done. Look, I'm done. ask your elders because I was one of those ones that the doctors used to tell me shit and I used to be like, Fuck you and right. grandma and yeah. what to do. Um, because I just don't I just believe do your research because your kid is your kid, mm -hmm. and that's the best way to be a boss mom to me. Don't mm -hmm. be materialistic with your kids. 
teach them other things in this world. Give give your child a reason. I understand, you know, everybody wants their kids to look up to them. So you working hard, working hard. But a lot of things are priceless. Mm-hmm. Time is priceless. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that from my daughter because she's a space of this Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was younger, I thought buying her shit was like, you know, and now that's what she wants. So, no, it's not like, you know, how people be like, oh, yeah, speaking to y'all. No, mm-hmm. I'm do what my personal experience. Time is priceless. Now I got to sit on this girl to make her spend some damn time with me outside of her room. Like, she won't <laughs> hang out with me outside of her room. <laughs> <laughs> When I was 13, me and my mom was on the other side of the room, too. So I, yeah, I, I, like, really I don't like it. So, yeah, just spend time, enjoy, make moments with your kids. That's what I feel like a boss mom. A boss mom is you You can still handle your own, learn how to budget, teach yourself stuff. Don't be hard on yourself because you're learning. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Priscilla, go ahead. So I had an awesome Mother's Day weekend, and here's why. You know, I've seen all the kids on this block grow up. And it I don't know, it, it just seemed to happen this whole weekend where I would, you know, see one of the kids that I knew since they were babies. And they would come to me and say, you know, when I was 15, you told me blah, 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 blah. And you were right. And I had that experience like all weekend long. And my cousin, I, I put my bouquet on um, Instagram because my cousin sent me flowers Cause her baby, well, I'm responsible for the baby being here. So they call me mama Cindy. So I am everybody's mama, everybody's auntie. And this is how I look at it. It's not just my job to just be on this earth, just existing as I am. If I see a young sister, I'm going to say, Hey girl, like, like slow your roll. One of the young ladies I ran into, you know, she was on the block hanging out with these fuckers. And I was like, I can look at you and tell you smart. So come over here. Let me talk to you. Fuck away from these niggas. Because they will be here five years from now not doing shit. And I ran into her on Saturday. There she was with her baby. So I took pictures with her and her baby. And she said, you know, told her friend, this woman is the reason why I stopped hanging out with these people. I have a great job now. I got my daughter. So I I feel like it's my job. That's my job. To the moms, I will say, don't be hard on yourself. And definitely stay the fuck off of social media. Because they're presenting a really nice, you know, beautiful picture. But that doesn't mean that that's the reality of their lives. For the older dames, stop being so judgmental to these young girls. If you're not going to tell them something that's going to make their lives better or be supportive, then don't be judging them because you got some shit in your past too. I'm so sure. Okay. Um, And just learn to love yourself so that you can love your baby. Be in love with who you are as a person. And don't worry about being perfect because to that baby, you are going to be perfect. And I don't give a shit how these kids get here. Babies come when they are meant to come. Everybody deal with it. Mama's done now. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I have to, you know, I, I want Solo to go next and then I'm gonna go. So Solo, go ahead. Oh, hold on one second. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I was say I was ready to go, but you got me on mute. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think with that whole situation, when you get into that placement, I guess I mean y'all already passed that mindset because y'all pregnant or whatever, y'all keeping your kids, but for me, you're on mute. I was also going to say while beauty was talking, if we could talk about the women who are trying to have a baby as well, we can't include that mm -hmm. because that's still a part of the baby making process. But yeah. go ahead. Okay. So what I was going to say for me, um, I can speak from the fact of me, ha me being pregnant at one point in time, when I made that decision that I wasn't going to have my kid, like you said before, it's a selfless thing. Like it was no longer me thinking about me, how I'm going to survive. It's more so me thinking, how am I going to take care of myself and this little person? Like, Am I going to be able to give them shelter? Am I going to be able to sacrifice everything I got going on in my life to give them the time and the care and the nurturing that they need? Like these are the things that I feel are like the mindset you have to remember. But one thing that I feel like you really mainly have to remember, regardless if you're with that man or not, that's your kid. You're stuck with that kid. That kid don't go nowhere. That kid is a part of you. He could go free willy, do whatever the fuck he want, be a whole butterfly, whatever the hell he want to call himself. Your ass got somebody attached to you. That person's going to look to you for advice, for living circumstances, for eating, everything that that person needs to even become a person that can function in this world with all the bullshit going on is going to come directly from you and who you have around them and everything like that. So your environment plays a big role. Like your mental environment plays a big role. Your physical environment plays a big role when you take on that responsibility to be a parent. So just keep that in mind. No matter what the father got going on, all that responsibility at the end of the day, you have to be able to take all of that weight on your shoulders. Because no one's going to carry you in this process. Even if you have help from your parents, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, at the end of the day, that's your responsibility. And then that's the time where you really have to grow up. There is no more being a kid. You could be 15, you could be 21, you could be 30. It's no more being a kid, doing childish shit. It's all about responsibility at that point. Absolutely. And I'm done. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. <coughs> and I, was just, I wanted to circle back around by just reiterating those points when it came to beauty, persona, and also your solo, just about, you know, taking care of yourself, knowing what the responsibility is ahead of you. Now, for me, I did have one abortion in my life and I said to myself, I would never have that happen ever again. But even though when I look back at me being 17 and being so young and thinking about the support system that I did have at that time, I could have still done it. And, and you know, I could have, you know, figured things out. But shoulda, woulda, coulda, you can't, um, you can't harp on those things. All you can do is be a better person, move forward. And in my baby making process, which I am in moving forward. I, I'm even though like, and I always go back to what Priscilla tells me because she knows that I want to have a child. I want to be a mother. I want to you'd be able to fulfill that, you know, aspiration in life. Babies come when they come. But as, as I am in myself right now, I'm saying to myself, at least when the baby gets here, do whatever you need to do in order to be as sufficient as possible before that child gets here. We don't know when the children comes, but if we could try to be our best selves in the process before the children get here, we can kind of give that to them, you know? And I feel like a lot of women don't put enough into themselves before their children come out. Therefore, sometimes they don't have enough to give to their children. So I do think self-love is important. Self-care is extremely important. And taking care of yourself is essential if you're going to be taking care of someone else. Go ahead, beauty. 
And stop putting your damn cell phones and tablets on your damn stomach, giving your baby radiation and shit, and stop playing all that damn rap music on your baby's stomach. Play some damn Mozart or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, my ba- y'all know my baby gonna be listening to jazz. Y'all already I know my baby. G- gonna be listening I played GS9 on my godson Mushi. I've seen him grow up through the years. My little Mushi. I had him listening to GS9, and this boy came out singing Migos. I was mad as hell. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. My Two daughter, years old, I used to have Mozart and Beethoven playing on my stomach, and I fell asleep one night, and my baby daddy had Gucci Man and shit on there, and. <laughs> But I'm not gonna hold you though. You like honestly, what? what I would say, I think by doing that, it got him musically inclined because even when he came out as a baby, he was always gravitating towards stuff, making a bunch of noise and making little beats. And I got him a little drum set and he was just banging on it. Then he two years old at his little birthday party, he got the microphone. Eh, 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 Do eh, it. Eh, I'm like, I can't. What the yeah, hell? Y'all wonder why y'all kids know how to do electronics and shit. Cause you got the damn. That's all these. They've already ready. Cell phone. Priscilla, you were saying something? They too damn. Snapping, I'm gonna babies. tell everybody right now why Vanessa Smiles is gonna be an awesome mother. I hope so. So I, I go to DTF to do somebody else's show, and I get there early, like they asked me to, and the elevator wasn't working, and nobody told me. I was outside, literally in the cold for hours. Not so that elevator. Course, when Vanessa and Uncle Tone show up, they get me upstairs. But by now, my legs are killing me. Mm. And I have to pee. So they couldn't bring the scooter all the way up. <laughs> I remember so this they now. had me in the actual office chair. So Vanessa rolled me to the bathroom. And this is when you know somebody has got your back and really loves you. I was like, Vanessa, I don't even know if I could like, get on the toilet. My legs hurt. She was like, I got you. I got this. Girlfriend pulled my pants down. I peed. She got some tissue. She wiped me. I was like, this bitch can have twins. I bet you she could breastfeed and cook dinner. All at the same fucking time. And I have to add to that before we go, but yes. That was some awesome shit that showed me what kind of person you are. You are remarkable in so many ways. I appreciate that. And I have to add to you on that salute to my grandma, Helen. She was kind of like my resident mom because I was very, very close to my grandmother more than my mom. But the last day that my grandmother, Helen, passed away, I actually, I gave her, you know, a sponge bath when you wipe, you know, your older Mm -hmm. family down. And I wiped everything, you know, and I was just wiping, wiping, wiping. She's like, oh, my God. And, you know, a person who's worked all their life, who's done so much for themselves, Mm -hmm. They don't even like seeing themselves in a weak position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just like, she's like, I can't believe you know you gotta wipe me like this. I said, move your leg back. Oh, <laughs> I gotta get to the back. I gotta get to. She's she's in the bed being like, oh my god, like my granddaughter has to wipe me, and I'm like, grab my husband, I have to get down there. Hit you with her cane, and you to try to throw her yeah. leg. Like, well, she almost hit me. She was like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Look, I just had to tell my grandma, my great grandmother, uh, she was having you know one of the bad days with dementia today, and she mm-hmm. was saying her legs hurt. So I was like, oh, you want Maya? I'm like volunteering my daughter to rub my her legs, so yeah, go Maya. So my granny, like, yeah, yeah, get her. So my daughter goes, Sister, let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> and she called me and she was like, I said, What's the problem? You like giving her a massage? She said, Yeah, but she kicks me now. She'd be oh, forgetting that yeah. she told me I could touch her and then she kicked me. I was like, That's I said, but that's that's the love. That's Water the process. love tap. You getting tougher. Man up and go get that bio freeze and rub your granny down, girl. Yeah, right. When I had to do that with my dad, I literally like, 
I held back my tears when I had to watch my dad last year. Because yeah. it was like, I wasn't used to seeing this man that's so strong, always yeah. been like my protector. So frail and weak. And my dad was just like embarrassed. And I'm like, daddy, I'm going to fuck nothing much you're talking about. Please get, just just, yeah. just lift up your arm and shut Let up. Let me do what I got to do. Right. Like washing his drawers and everything. He's like, I can't believe you're washing my underwear. I was like, and so fucking what? How many times you did my laundry? Shut right. Up. Mm -hmm. Just shut up. Like, when my grandma was um, when my grandma laugh. was in the hospital, and you know, and I got there, you know, because I had come back from Jamaica, and my sister picked me up at the airport, and she was like, "I don't want to like tell you this, but like, you know, Grandma Mary's in the hospital." I went right to the airport, mm -hmm. beach clothes and all. I get to the hospital, I look at my grandmother, I was like, "Nobody put lipstick on you." <laughs> What the hell have these people been doing around here? Yes. And then she was like, you know, right? Right? Yep. Like, that's how they got me laying. Yeah. Like, this nasty-ass hospital gown, like, and no mm -hmm. lipstick. I was like, Grandma, I got you. Don't worry. I got this. We're going to get this together right now. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> that's right. So, so if I'm going to go, I'm going to look the fuck good when I get to the gate. Like, hello. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, the day that my grandmother died, I think she was probably ready to go in a sense because yeah. she was she was squeaky clean. And I know she wouldn't want to go to the hospital dirty. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but salute to all of the daughters, mothers, grandmothers, mm -hmm. great grandmothers, aunties. All of the women who are mother figures internally and externally. Yes. I think it's very, very important that we keep these qualities and we keep it going for the next generation. Mm -hmm. so salute to the guys turn that, girl like, to that watch Oprah. Like my dad, I feel like Oprah kind of got him in tune with his little feminine side because as a child, he really was watching Oprah, the Yala Vans, and all like these women reading the woman of um, Susan men Taylor from Essex Magazine's book. Yo, like men... he was really trying to understand what the hell was going on with me as a female because he couldn't catch on at all. Men, men, real men love strong women. They yes, truly they do. do. 